0: Welcome to the e commerce growth show brought to you by
1: Segmentify. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the e commerce growth show. So, we're now uh, into the fourth vlog of the third series of the show. Um, as you know, this series is all about best practice in terms of deployment of Segmentify with some of our fantastic customers. Um, just by way of a quick summary, we kicked off with Paul O'Hay. Uh, Inish Pharmacy. Uh, that was really interesting in talking about particular cohort customers, eco-friendly, and how are you segmentified to increase the conversion to the baskets with that deployment, which was fantastic. Uh, then we talked to Sadat Firat from Sephora uh, in Turkey, who uh, he gave us uh, loads and loads of insight around the complications actually of beauty merchandising, effectively, um, and some important rules around. Uh, cross-selling that you're not allowed to do with big brands like Dior and so on. That was really, really interesting to see how Segmentify's logic is beginning to really help in that sense. Um, and then last week we spoke to John Bruce, um, e-commerce manager at uh, Celtic. That was really excellent sort of summary, really of how he's kind of helped. Well, we've contributed to helping him to uh, you know massively improve the revenue of his of his uh, uh, online store that he brought from. Uh, an outsourced operation. So that was amazing to be part of that strategy. So um, some really good stuff so far. I hope it's been of interest to you. Today, got a really interesting guy, Abbas Barry. Now Abbas, he is the founder and MD of a brand called iClothing, which is one of our customers. It's an Irish e-commerce fashion brand based out of Dublin. And uh, it started about 10 years ago. And um, it's fantastic because Abbas has been a customer for a number of years now. And his background actually is web apps software development for R and D education sector. And so what I, what I found really interesting from our kind of discovery, which was kind of elongated from an initial hour that we were gonna actually do the recording was that it was amazing how I found that Abbas has used that background to really drive forward some best practice in terms of technology and how it's deployed and used to make iClothing a fantastic success. And uh, so basically we're talking developer turned uh, entrepreneur so uh, hey Abbas how, how are you doing? Good Phil thanks for having me. Hey not at all not at all it's a pleasure to have you on so yeah let, let's start with a bit of an icebreaker I mean I, I know I say this a lot bit of a broken record but I really do I really do feel so um, kind of like amazed really when I hear stories about people that have, have made have actually been able to take a business idea and make it work so why don't you tell our, our watchers, you know, the, the, our budding entrepreneurs out there, how, in a nutshell, you managed to get our clothing to where it is now as a successful online retailer?
0: Sure, well, absolutely. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of hard work and sleep sleepers <laughs> nights. Yeah, right. Uh, but I mean, uh, w- w- when I first started, the, the family business has always been in kind of wholesale uh, manufacturing and distribution um, right. of, of women's wear with, within Ireland, so I did have, a background uh within the kind of I suppose within the rag trade I kind of grew up in in the wholesale um side of the business sure
1: um
0: and originally when I first started iClothing it it was literally meant to just be a portfolio website for the brands that the the family business kind of carry and um distribute Um, so at the time it was kind of mid mid recession back to 2010 2011. Mm -hmm. um yeah during that period there was not many if any kind of retail b b to c based Mm -hmm. e-commerce stores uh dealing with fashion within within ireland any anyway
1: yeah yeah
0: um so i saw an opportunity i said yeah Mm -hmm. we'll give it a go so we turned the portfolio website into I think we, yeah, we'd moved to Magento or I'd mm-hmm. built a simple store using Magento, kind of, you know, deployed servers, got, got everything set up mm-hmm. um, for the first year and a half, almost two years. It was just myself in pretty small, <laughs> small enough office. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I literally, literally got to do, do anything and everything to do with the business. Yeah. So everything from the software side, building the store, the front end. Wow. Uh, you know integrating payment systems warehouse system actually that kind of came a little bit later yeah. at the start i was kind of doing um even a bit of photoshop the product photography um yeah shoot, <laughs> shooting stuff on, on mannequins editing the image doing the whole um kind of ghost mannequin thing uh with our product shots um so it's crazy how far we've kind of progressed fr- from that um yeah we've moved warehouse maybe three, four times out at, at this point. So, kind mm. I do everything in house. So we've uh, built a, a really good team. Mm. Um, and like I said, yeah, we do, we do everything from our pick pack operation, our mm. merchandising, mm. customer service. Uh, it's, it's all done here at our digital marketing. Um, so at yeah. the moment uh, we've got, you know, three studio spaces where we're, constantly creating content uh, doing our own in- in-house mm-hmm. photo shoots mm. for uh, catalog and content mm. um, so it's quite a, a broad team um, yeah. like i said when i first started i was kind of getting the grips with each and every aspect of of yeah. of what the foundation of the of the business was so uh, yeah. everything from kind of customer service dealing with you know inbound queries on email um, mm. you know social messaging um, pretty much, yeah. Re- returns management—you know how to what happens. So I got 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 to grips with, you know, the whole logistics side as well. You know, the pick pack yeah. side. Yeah. Uh mispicking orders, not you know reprinting labels, uh, shipping labels, all that kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: Wow. Um, I mean, bottom line, it sounds like like you said a lot of graft, but a lot, a lot, you know, a lot of
0: graft. But it was uh, obviously highly rewarding to.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, big time,
0: big time. Yeah, to kind of get to, like I said, get, get comfortable with all the aspects, everything mm-hmm. that can go wrong, mm-hmm. um, those little issues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At-
1: well, that's, that's, that's good advice, even off the bat, isn't it? You know, work hard, get in there, get get coverage and control of all the different elements and succeed, you know. That's it's it. our since, higher. Since problem. then, it's just been a, yeah.
0: I suppose, yeah. uh, a refinement. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, That's a good segue,
1: isn't it? A good segue into what we're talking about, because in terms of that refinement, mm-hmm. um, obviously, we t- I talked about it a little bit earlier. But because of your background, I believe in the web apps development side of it, and um, your attention to detail on that side of things, it seemed really interesting from our original sort of discovery chat that you really have kind of brought almost like a celebration of technology together for your brand in utilising different types of technology together to create kind of best of breed. Um, combination for the user journey that you're trying to uh, kind of um, give the best, best experience for um, so I mean why don't you just give us a bit of a flavor of how that looks for you in terms of a brand like yours where there's a lot of demographics and a lot of brands and a lot of technology
0: yeah um, well I suppose because our customer demographic is so broad we have kind of mm. anybody from 18 to 80 shopping with us. Uh, we've introduced menswear as well, which kind of muddies the pool and, you know, customer acquisition, how to nurture the customer journey and yeah. not recommend, you know, yeah. menswear items to women and women's wear items to, 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 to yeah. our male customers, that, that kind yeah. of thing. So yeah. like, there's a lot of nuances, um, especially because we carry, you know, anywhere over the season from 50 to 100 different brands um, and brands that kind of cater for those different segments or those different demographics. Um, Mm -hmm. again, there's different types of customer acquisition for each of those demographics. We kind of have four core, um, customer profiles that we try to adhere to and try and think, you know, if, if, if we were this particular shopper, how, how would we like our messaging to be? What would we like to see when we land on the website? Mm -hmm. Um, so at the at, at the moment, from all the tools and different systems we're using, we're trying to focus on mm. uh, almost kind of what you'd call hyper personalization to, to get to a level where we know mm. that we segmented the customer base down to you know a, such a fine grain level that we, we can personalize as much mm. as what they see on the website from the content, the messaging, um, the product selection, obviously you know driven by platforms like Segmentify. Yeah, uh, and basically you using data from mm. across multiple platforms from, from our ESP systems,
1: yeah.
0: um, even things like our warehouse systems, we we take into account, you know, mm. things like uh returns, mm. stock levels, inventory levels. because um, obviously being a fashion business, um things can go in and out of trend quite quickly for, for us. Like we wouldn't really consider us a fast fashion brand, um, mm. but we still have to you know, always cater for new trends that come down the track, um, and try to encourage our existing customer base on how to how to wear a particular new trend, that kind of thing. So, so yeah, no, absolutely. A lot that comes into it.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, drilling down on that particular element, I mean, I know there's a few things we want to cover off, which has been brilliant. But um, in terms of let's start with sort of on site widgets, the segmentify side of it, in mm-hmm. terms of how they're getting on. You know, give us give us a bit of a summary around that to begin with.
0: Yeah, well, the uh, like, like you said, we've been working with segmental Five probably mm-hmm. for, for over three years now, nearly four years. Um, so we've got to use the platform and, and, and nurture it quite well um, in terms of when you land on the homepage. What are the you know the, the initial recommendations you see? Um, how do we we drive conversion rates using those little using the widgets, sure. uh, things like uh, category pages as well, uh, making sure that. The widget or making sure the recommendations within those landing pages um yeah. make sense on on that landing page and again trying to take as much of that real-time inventory into account mm. so obviously we don't want to push things that have sold out um mm. quite quickly um
1: yeah you mentioned about that i mean talking about the fact that it's almost sort of fast fashion in the sense that an influencer might highly spike a product yeah. Um. Uh, kind of movement if you like and that you need to be super ready for that but you may not even know what that next one might be you don't have ultimate control out, over that so i was quite interested in what you told me about that how do you gain a bit of control with that particularly using the, the trendify and the segmentify type of side of things
0: well we're constantly kind of monitoring you know mm-hmm. different systems for as much uh, you know informative data that, that we can use yeah um obviously automating things to kind of the end degree is, is is what we're trying to achieve yeah uh, so if you do get a spike in something you know that our buyers get notified that you know something's selling quite quickly that we've got all of a sudden got a lot yeah. of traffic to a particular page um yeah you know, do we need to to see can we uh, replenish on on, the, on those particular SKUs or items mm-hmm. um and being, being able, even able to add things in for for pre-order um mm-hmm. Just in case you know, we don't have enough physical stock on hand. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, y- using the, the Trendify aspect of of Psych-Mentify really helps within even even our merchandising teams because um, they can see you know what what people are adding to their basket, what are the complementary items that those particular customers are shopping for, um, mm. and that information will then get fed into our social and marketing teams where you know, they can curate or mm. basically build, you know, a flat lay or an outfit based on the data of what people are, are, are shopping for and what, what, what those complementary items are. So if there's a particular pair of trainers that are mm. you know, flying out with um, this particular gene, then we know we can create a bit of content in our, in our next um, content shoot, or we can get those item, items out to, to a particular influencer that they would suit and basically just try to constantly build on, um, getting put sell through um and conversions of of items that we know people people want and yeah
1: no it's it's awesome to know i mean it's so exciting to know that from our side of the fence there's something that that segmentify is providing you in terms of trendify that kind of rolled up simple to get hold of top level information that then can empower multiple teams in the business you know, it's so it's so great to hear that in terms of the merchandising side the content side the social side um what about the um the, the kind of logic of the platform. I know we talked about stock a little bit. Um, t- tell the guys about anything that you've done in the platform in terms of a logic perspective, which has helped you in terms of things like throughput of products that are maybe, you know, less in stock than you'd like or they're going quicker than you think and so on.
0: Sure. Well, we t- try and tend to, I suppose, have a mixture of our key products. So that would be um, a little bit of manual Manually select selected items for things that have either been restocked recently. Mm -hmm. We mix them in with, uh, maybe products that have been trending within the last 24 to 48 hours. So again, this would take into account things where, you know, a a celebrity has posted something or an influencer has posted something on their Instagram stories, for example, and that's led to a lot of traffic to those pages. Um, So when, Customers do land on a particular category page. For example, uh, they're more than likely to see the item that they've come to, to that they've come to find. Yeah. Um, so it definitely helps in, in in that way. And then we also mix this in with um, you know uh, top sellers from the particular month as well. So it's it's, it's a bit 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 of mixing, um, fine tuning, but I think Segmentify kind of makes it. Uh, simple enough that we kind of just fire and forget. We're like, so we're not constantly kind of, you know, mm. uh, adjusting
1: mm.
0: our logic in effect um, o- over the course of, you know, a few weeks it mo- might be once, once a month, every couple of months where mm. try something new or try mm. a, a different set of logic. So th- there's sure. definitely capabilities there in terms of testing and, and refinement, but we don't tend to mess with something that's working.
1: No, absolutely. But it's interesting. You talk about the testing side because that's, a couple of things that i know we talked about earlier which is often brought up and sometimes it's kind of put under the carpet and it's this this whole idea around you know attribution um and also about you know hey you're talking about a revenue uplift yeah great well we would have got that anyway you know that kind of argument around are you really adding revenue to us or not and we were talking about some of the metrics and so on involved with that but what i what i what, what um what i thought was interesting as you were talking about then was you know using and leaning on our team to actually drive tests to make sure that you're just not flogging a dead horse, here. You know there is genuine value that this platform is giving you. Um, so, I mean, in terms of the testing side of it, you mentioned things like category pages and so on. But just talk to the guys a little bit about you know how how you feel confident that Segmentify is genuinely driving extra revenue for you as a business.
0: Yeah, well, like I said, attribution across the board is. is uh... It can be a double-edged sword. It can be quite tricky to figure out. You know, do you do? Is it based on the last click? Is it what the customer initially saw? You know, yeah. what actually drove the conversion? It's it's really difficult to figure out. Mm. Uh, Google will tell you they did it. <laughs> Facebook said that. Facebook will say that they did it. Um, but it's definitely a combination of factors, so it, it can be quite tricky. But in terms of the, the recommendation side, we we can definitely see the uplift. Um, I mean, most of the time it's kind of like a self-fulfilling pro- prophecy of, you know, you're showcasing your best products mm. and they're the products that kind of customers are looking for. And if they see those products being recommended to them, they're going to invariably check them. Mm. Uh, those products would naturally have things like, you know, more reviews uh, or, or higher throughput of re- reviews compared to other products. So again, it's adding to that layer of um, uh yeah it's adding a factor of conversion or adding to the conversion factor yeah. all all these pieces yeah. mm-hmm. but i mean without the recommendations there mm-hmm. i don't think we'd see um that extended kind of dwell time on the website because we could definitely see customers you know chopping and changing between recommendations even so they yeah. land on one product page they've you know they've gone from a jean to a maybe a cardigan or something and then on the cardigan product page mm-hmm. They're seeing, a, like I said, a, like a top or something. Um, yeah. so there's definitely a jumping of that, and mm. like, I said, uh, like there would be some manual curation of of, of what they're seeing. Um, yeah. we do still do a little bit of manual merchandising in terms of kind of cross selling and upselling. Yeah. Um. But we've definitely decreased the amount of manual intervention that we've
1: mm.
0: that we require. Um, by by using tools like Segmentify to to kind of drive. Yeah. The automated aspect of 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 those recommendations
1: yeah no absolutely and i think you know testimony to the whole attribution element actually um the fact that we we as you know we don't charge any attribution in terms of revenue contribution if the session has inc- has gone beyond 30 minutes Yeah. so you know we really do drive uh that best practice that said you know what we are a real-time conversion tool and then we say, well, you know, that means that if you're not going to be buying within a 30 minute um, timescale, we haven't done our job. It, that didn't work. So that in a sense really does drive that best practice forward that um, it has to work and it has to work well from both a learning perspective and from a speed of delivery perspective to um, deliver on those kind of metrics. Um, so yeah, it's great. It's great to hear how you're benefiting from that. And it's not just something you have put on and like you said, plug and play in and then you know, don't really know what adding value it genuinely is, which is just great to hear. Yeah. Um t- tell us a bit about um, other areas of Segmentify, like for example, push notification. How are you getting on with that side of things?
0: Yeah, push has been really interesting actually. Um, yeah. especially on, on on the Chrome side of things, because we find um, yeah, uh, more often than not our, our customers are either browsing on desktop using Chrome or um on, on, obviously on mobile using using the Chrome browser. Um so being able to capture uh leads in terms of you know the campaigns uh push campaigns that we do it's 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 definitely been worth worthwhile. Um mm. even things like the you know basket abandonment rem- reminders they they con- they convert pretty well. Yeah. We don't try and push too much notifications out and kind of no. You know, yeah. annoy our customers, but you know, when we do, I was going to say,
1: how do you know that balance? I mean, how, from your experience, what what does the balance kind of look like?
0: Again, it's 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 difficult mm. to gauge. I'm, I know from, I suppose, my own kind of shopping behavior, my own online behavior, yeah. I, I I kind yeah. of turn notifications off, or I, I know the yeah. settings to go go into. So, um, and I am a subscriber of our own push notifications. So yeah. if there's yeah. if there's too many going out then yeah yeah we, we we'd kind of cut back on, on certain areas but like I said we
1: yeah
0: I think the mm. yeah the levers that you can use within the push notification engine on segmentify it, it kind of gives you that scope of you know only target a particular customer or a particular segment um, within either a session time frame or you know a, a, yeah. a daily or weekly time frame yeah uh, so we do try and mitigate over uh, yeah, oh, 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 over sending out messaging uh, to yeah, our customers, yeah. try and yeah. keep it as, uh, as minimal as possible, but still giving them mm. things that they, they'd be interested in, things like yeah. um, campaign-based offers, if, we've, if we're running a, a discount or a promo code. We'd, yeah. Uh, that's definitely gonna drive a lot of engagement and traffic, because yeah. you know, we, we know we've got a segment of customers who basically wait until our right. discount is live, either through, e- through email or through push. It's yeah. a good way to, to keep them up to date.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think you hit the nail on the head in terms of relevancy. You know, I think because you've got the intelligence of the platform driving it, you're not just sending out stuff willy nilly. I mean, it's, it's quite hand picked, isn't it, in terms of a drop in disc, a discount drop or back in stock or um, something very relevant to that particular person. And what we found across the board of our customers is that on average, it drives a brand new revenue stream of about 1%. You know, for, for literally sending out some push notifications and that cohort of people that accept them all of a sudden you've got a brand new go to market strategy for them that you never would have had previously. So yeah, no, it's fantastic.
0: no, it has, has been good. And we're trying to figure out in the future how we can mm. encompass not just marketing messages through push. Um, but we are working on a kind of a, a new front end, uh, which has been developed as a progressive, web application
1: yeah,
0: um, and part of being a prog- progressive web, app- web application you get kind of cool stuff like um, these service workers where you can do push messaging for even transactional things so things like um, you know your orders on its way oh, nice. track, So that will be delivered as a push that's great um, certainly to, to android devices to yeah for the get-go and uh, hopefully yeah, yeah. I- I- ios will follow suit
1: yeah, uh, that's that's really nice. That's yeah, really no, cool. just getting it's the moment you're kind of getting
0: messages, it. All messages, on.
1: yeah, exactly. Just getting
0: the right. Yeah. Sort of, you know your your orders on it, on its way or yeah, your return. Just in yeah. more of a more of it, again, it's part of the personalization and, and trying to get to uh, absolutely
1: no you know, totally no. That sounds that sounds great. I mean, obviously you, you mentioned segments. It leads nicely on to um, the kind of last part of the functionality piece jigsaw puzzle, which. Um, is a really interesting development of bringing some of these technologies together. We wanted to focus a little bit of time on it. And that was the piece of work we're doing um, with you guys around um, segmentation to drive content. And there's three tools involved, right? So we have EMASs from a segmentation perspective as an ESP that you're using. And then we're bringing that information into segmentify to then drive segmentation through to Styler in terms of what pages um, are going to be then served up to the cohorts of, of people. So um, what was the, I mean, what are your thoughts around the, bringing those technologies together um, with respect to the journeys that you're trying to, you know, give a better experience to? Yeah,
0: well, like I said, we know that our data or different bits of data sits in different silos. So being able to yeah. kind of bring them together, we're, mm. we're kind of well used to either try to bring it into like a unified structure or, or, or a larger data set. Yeah. Uh, and then being able to pull and retrieve from that well, the other option is to kind of go more of a legacy based approach which we're kind of doing at the moment which is um taking out csv files from one system um populating them into into another system um, and you use yeah using like you said the data from our esp to better advise the segments we want to build within segmentify and then mm-hmm. leveraging the content aspect of, of, of the Mm. style platform to, Mm. to pull in the recommendations.
1: Yeah.
0: If if you're a particular customer within a segment, then you're going to see not just personalized content within a particular landing page, but you'll also get the personalized recommendations based on Mm. what we think Mm. you'd like to see. If you're, if you're a discount shopper, you're going to see more discounted items. If you have a particular brand affinity, um, you're going to see, you're more, more than likely to see, items from that particular brand um, mm-hmm. again it 's all drivers for being able to personalize um, mm-hmm. and deliver a unique experience for, for almost each and every customer uh, yeah. that hits the store
1: yeah, no I, I love that I love that such a this is the kind of celebration I was talking about. I mean bringing together three different technology types you know to to really lean on each of the strengths of, of them of them and then bring them together into you know one solid end solution, which is completely client-led, you know, is exactly the application for you that you want, you know, is taking that segment that you've already invested in accruing, helping it to sort of drive segmentified machine learning and then driving, you know, a very simple kind of content um, page for different cohorts with not only the content, but one-to-one recommendations. Um, And uh, yeah, I just just saw that as a fantastic kind of advancement, I suppose, of just harnessing multiple technologies together to, to work for the best. Yes, definitely. I mean, you know? we
0: we kind of tend to start simple with everything we do. So we mm. start with a, you know, rather than trying to invest a load of development time into building something um, with all the bells yeah. and whistles at the start. We yeah. like I said, we'd start with something sim- as simple as CSV, basic CSV files, uh, importing them into one system, exporting them into the other. Um, yeah. And if it, works and if it does what we intended it to do then we will invest in things like um building yeah. out the, those particular integrations using an api and yeah just no, absolutely. Automating the whole procedure
1: yeah for sure for sure yeah it's good to sort of test and measure right at the moment um certainly and then invest if it if it seems to sort of you know drive results which we will we'll be measuring with you and we'll you know we'll we'll, yeah. um, we'll we'll make sure that our team obviously working with you i mean on that note how do you how do you feel about Segmentify as a company to work with? i have obviously been there for a while now, mm-hmm. and in terms of support, customer success, working with the success team and manager and stuff, how how do you find it?
0: Yeah, great. I mean, we treat them as like an extension of our of, of our team. To be honest, um, mm-hmm. any kind of support queries are are handled, you know, pretty fast. Um, but we've never really had that many support queries now, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but things okay. like you know, we, we are, like I said, we are building the next generation of our of our front end at the moment which you know we're hoping to be live pretty soon yeah um and as part of that process um the guys in segmentify have been building a new set of widgets that will work with with this technology um so yeah it's been it's been great and even on the pilot program with the stuff we're going to be doing with styla um, and the content landing pages that's been interesting as well um trying to work with again, multiple teams and multiple people from, from different companies as well. Mm. Um, mm. Being able to tie that all together, it's been... It's, it's, yeah, it's
1: been yeah I've really enjoyed that. The, the, the openness of the company to be to really embrace a solution across multiple tech stacks. I, I really, really thought it was great. And actually we've worked with Imarsis quite considerably like in other territories and so on before, mm-hmm. um, just where basically client, the clients need, a bit like you actually, um, they, they want that best of breed personalization engine and segmentation ESP engine, and they happen to sit together wonderfully because Segmentify doesn't have an ESP and nor does it want one. You know, as you said, it's sort of focusing very much on a few things as well as it possibly can, as opposed to diluting too much. Um, but um, no, it's certainly been um, you know really interesting to see how you've deployed Segmentify and other tools as well to, to reach your um, business goals. I mean the only other thing I was gonna ask you was regarding the roadmap, because as you know, talking about other tech providers, and we, we don't shy away from that, it's a very important part of our culture to really embrace it. And um, in terms of things like search and merch, you know, I appreciate the moment we talked earlier that you guys use a different tool, very great tool, I know from, from, hist- from, from, from um, the past. Um, but in terms of you know, where we're trying to go, uh, you know, we're, we're really kind of proactive in terms of working with our brands to, to get stuff right. So in terms of search and merch, Um, How do you feel about sort of getting involved in helping us drive that side of the roadmap forward to to make it best of breed again, you know, within that space?
0: Yeah, well, like I said, we're pretty... Well, well, what I've been doing over the last one is just trying to find, I suppose, the best in breed platforms for particular things. Um, But if there's a case to be made where you guys think that you're doing something different that can be delivered, in a more efficient way than something yet yeah, that I'd be interested in 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 driving or offering some kind of advice on, on yeah. where you guys can go because um, yeah on the on the recommendation side being able to use I suppose the, almost the AI ba- based engine um, mm. and applying the same rules or or or, or logic and filters um, mm. within I suppose category listing pages would uh, would be pretty good and. On the search side, uh, similarly, being able to get the right product in front of people, being able to understand what people actually mean when, when, when they are performing the search as well. And um, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it would add, I suppose, me- meaningful value uh, to the platform o- overall. Mm.
1: Yeah. I mean, at the bottom line, we're just so appreciative of, of, of customers like you who are taking an active role in kind of driving the technologies forward um, you know, embracing stuff and, and using your expertise to help us to get it right, you know, for you as well. So it's really just, you know, a big, big thank you from the team really to, to guys like your good self. But, yeah, um, it's, it's good
0: no, <laughs> being able yeah. to deal with people on, on the same level. And
1: yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Cause like I said, I still like to think of ourselves as a technology company yeah. <laughs> or a, a retail business or, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I well, you can sorry. see that yeah no completely and and you know great it's great to see that you've been able to marry the two you know the passion of technology um with the business and it's growing going great guns so you know all the very best with it you know as, as you continue to drive things forward yeah and um you know just thank you today for giving us such a great insight into how you're deploying segmentify clearly it's not something you would you, you took lightly lightly i mean you know when you made decisions about what's deploying how so i i i it's really encouraging to get under the bonnet a little bit in how you um deploy the solution and it's actually delivering for you um, just just one other thing i mean um if if anybody you know listening wants to talk to you about anything you know entrepreneurial you know entrepreneurism if that's a word um eye clothing the brand uh, segmentify business in general and you don't mind taking taking uh, you know you're not going to get inundated with millions of emails um, how, what's the, what's the best way for anybody to get hold of you to have a chat uh,
0: i suppose e- email is probably the handiest yeah. um you could go via linkedin but <laughs> i haven't updated my profile in about 15 years so <laughs> you can't do it all <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: brilliant.
0: Um, yeah if, if anybody wants to reach out uh, email it's abas at iclothing.ie so a b b a s
1: yeah dot yeah. And, and is that at just abbas at eyeclothing.ie that's it okay fantastic thanks for that and then one last thing not to put you on the spot but I'd like to take out the vaults of abbas barry right since your love so far draw out one golden nugget for our watchers and listeners to take away it could be anything personal what you're passionate about business eye clothing the brand go for it Well, that's it <laughs> the random one I got, got
0: wasn't prepared that was the <laughs> I wasn't prepared for for that at all I suppose the nugget for me is is more going to be for my software background and, yeah. and just yeah if, if you if you want to try something make sure you're able to measure it and, and and test it and yeah you know have have properly well well defined goals in, in you know everything you try and do um yeah because without that I mean yeah yeah you're just kind of shooting in the, in the, in the dark so
1: definitely yeah very sound advice is actually it's funny because I, I talked to a an entrepreneur who big who's an American guy in Portland who started Findlay Hats and he, he you know he didn't he was very intuitive right he wasn't like highly analytical like you're saying around the testing and measuring but what he said what he described to me in terms of how he built the business was exactly that he had a goal he had a series of Little steps that he took, and he tested each one. It was as, it was as simple as like building one hat from scratch, and going to a few mates in one location, and testing did the hat work because it was a special hat with um with like a strap on it for when you okay. go and do I don't know rafting or snowboarding or something like that. But in his an intuitive way, he he step changed it and tested every step of the way, and um and then now now he's six figure you know business shipping around the world these hats as a bit of a cult really like as a bit of um is it a cult or uh, like a i don't know what you call it like a he's got a niche put it yeah. that way yeah but, yeah anyway you get what i mean <laughs> I <do. laughs> <The hat cult. laughs> yeah right maybe not maybe i better get that bit out <laughs> but anyway um yeah so yeah great advice and 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 uh, guys i i hope you uh, enjoyed um watching abbas and, and and the great stuff he was talking about and um yeah so it just reminds me to say uh, thanks to Abbas. Cheers, Phil. No worries, no worries. And if you guys uh, want to get involved in any way, got any questions for myself or Abbas, um, or you want to be involved in the show, or any topics you want us to research, just um, ping me a line anytime at, uh, phil at segmentify.com. Thanks a lot, guys. See you again soon.